Welcome back. You are listening to Nate the Hate on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcast. It has been a while. We apologize for that inconvenience. We had planned to return to you last week, but I was hit by Hurricane Isaias and lost power for five days. But we are now back and fully operational. If you enjoyed this video, be sure to give it a like and subscribe to the channel. We are trying to get to 15,000 subscribers before the end of the year. And joining me today is my co-host, MVG. What's up, Nate? Great to be here. Welcome back. And I'm glad you're, glad you're safe. And it's, uh, it's good to be back recording. It is, good to, it is good to be back. And joining us for our returning episode is VentureBeat's own Jeffrey Grubb. Hey, I'm, I'm glad to be back, too. Uh, yeah, I saw you missed a few weeks. I, I, I took some vacation time. I figured you were just kicking back as well. I forgot about the hurricane. Yeah. Yeah, the hurricane was definitely an inconvenience for me, knocking out power, internet. Yeah. So, you know, it was fun kind of getting disconnected for a few days. But then you realize I haven't done any work for the week, and that's not good, especially mm -hmm. with the podcast when you have to stay engaged with the community. But we are back. And this episode is dedicated to Shamsa, who gave a $100 donation. Thank you for your generosity and continued support to the channel. And to reminding everyone, if you want to help support the channel, we have a Streamlabs link in the description below. Any donation of a dollar or more, you can ask us a question that we will answer at the end of the episode. If you donate $100 or more, we will dedicate the episode to you. And today's topic, we're going to get right into it. It's about Nintendo and their 2020 and how August seems to be the month where Nintendo is finally going to start communicating with us because they have dated Pikmin 3 Deluxe for a end of October release. And it's left a lot of people kind of curious as to what's Nintendo going to do for the year because dating that game in another two months has left August and September vacant and there's a reason for that and the reason is Nintendo is they're about to get very vocal with us we've seen the rumors that Nintendo is going to have a presentation probably within the next week and there's even further rumors or speculation that Nintendo is going to talk to us again probably before the month concludes and that means one of two things we're going to have a direct, be it a general or a mini. And right now the implication is that there appears to be an indie showcase coming up in the near future, which follows the trends of, you know, previous years where Nintendo typically has an indie showcase around Gamescom or PAX Prime. And based on Jeff's GameFest memo, everyone has looked to his time window there and said, well, that kind of matches so what do you think jeff do you think we have something from nintendo in the next seven days uh yeah i, I think we probably do um I, you know it, it's really it's real still hard because they are uh i know you say they're going to get more vocal but that, that hasn't happened yet so we're waiting for them to kind of get back into the flow of things and what's that going to look like um I, I i still think there's the possibility that it's just going to you know spring on us in the same way that they've done a couple of these past ones where maybe mm -hmm. a 12-hour notice maybe no notice at all um and also like you know there's there have a lot of op op options to pick from from how they're actually going to roll these things out um uh, you know the reason it's still a wild card on my list when people go look at the the summer game mess is because it really is they could be doing a tweet they could be doing a mini they could be doing one of these mini partner showcases which are even smaller it seems like um they could be doing an indie thing or it could be a full general direct uh, all those things are, are on the table um but I, you know, in the way that they even uh, finished the last mini partner direct thing, uh, it was like saying, oh, look for more of these coming in the future. So I would definitely expect more of those soon as well. So what's coming in, in the next seven days? Um, I don't know for sure. I, I've definitely heard uh, games scheduled for a direct that don't fit the bill of, of a mini of an indie uh, showcase um, or even like a partner showcase. So mm -hmm. 
So I would expect something more, but maybe not necessarily in the next seven days, but something is going to happen. Yeah, generally speaking, I do anticipate that Nintendo is going to have a more formal Nintendo Direct within the next few weeks. Whether that means the end of August or early September, I'm not going to specify at this time because we're still early in the month of August. Schedules can change, plans can change, delays can happen. But I think Nintendo is now, it's they're ripe for a general Direct. It's been almost a year since the last one, and... 2020 has been a rough year for them, but they have to communicate with the fans, and they just gave out their earnings release. They've had an amazingly strong first quarter. Over 5 million pieces of hardware sold, 20 million units of Animal Crossing. You know, they've had a good start to the year. And when you look at the numbers, it's one of their lowest spendings of marketing that they've had since the system launched. So they're really just kind of... They're running on the name and the brand at this point. They took their foot off the gas, and they're just coasting. And I think they've hit that point where the coasting and the momentum is kind of running out, and what better way to build up some excitement than having a Direct? We keep waiting for it, and now is the time. And the Direct would have to be substantial. We're still waiting on games that we have discussed now several times. Pikmin 3 finally got announced, but we're still sitting on the Mario 3D Collection. 3D World Deluxe, ideally another holiday game from Nintendo. And I don't think any of these games would really suit just a random Twitter drop like Pikmin 3 Deluxe got. Yeah, I think I the agree. Mario Collection is 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 not a random Twitter drop, right? It's 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 part of something bigger, you know, than that. Mm-hmm. I think I think the Pikmin 3 thing, you know, we talked about this the last time the three of us um were you know, we were chatting about this a couple of weeks ago, like 3 weeks ago now after the the partner showcase direct you know we i think we we came out of that saying you know things are probably just going to get pushed a couple of weeks and here we are it's been a couple of weeks right so yeah. um i i would expect that the mario collection gets a um a direct or or some type of you know something bigger than a than a twitter drop you know on on a tuesday mm-hmm. morning yeah cuz if they're going to have like the three uh mario 35th anniversary themed hardware for the holidays you'd want it in a direct yep. you'd want to also detail these three games in a direct in a meaningful way because you can you're going to talk about the visual changes how you know what you've done to the games because mario 64 can't just be a simple rom dump that would be insulting to the game and frankly insulting to consumers because we've seen games like tarok 64 and doom 64 clean up the visuals make it a very pleasant experience to play on the switch Shout out and it also Studios, by the way <laughs> we've also seen um you know what well, some people have seen i'm not going to incriminate myself that you know the mario 64 pc port uh and, and so we know what is possible to yep. do with that original source code yes. that they clearly still have so yeah yeah there's a lot they could do with it so you know you want to do right by the consumer and by the games especially the game's legacy i mean it's still heralded as one of the greatest games of all time it revolutionized you know the 3d platformer genre so you want to do right by it and you want to give it ample time in a formal direct then you have sunshine and galaxy which admittedly need less work to really look visually impressive i mean by no means is this going to be a visual showcase for the switch in any way with this collection it's really just kind of you know it's a nostalgia package it's going to sell well this holiday it gives nintendo you know a nice little nice little game to throw out there and then you have 3d world deluxe which 
Every time we see Deluxe attached to a Wii U port, it comes with fairly substantial new content. Mm -hmm. We've seen just Pikmin 3. It got a lot of new single-player content. So if we expect similar from 3D World Deluxe, that would probably require you know, a direct just to talk about the new content. Because it's not a simple Wii U port like Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Right. This is going to be more similar to Pikmin 3, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, where we will get new content. And frankly, Nintendo has to justify the $60 price point that they're going to slap onto this game. And I guess it's more of a question of the release timing of these games. 3D Collection, I would say we're probably in a consensus that that will come out in September. Yep. 3D World Deluxe, I could see being maybe December, maybe even January 2021 at this point. Yeah, I I don't know if it's coming out this year. That one that one is a little harder to to speculate on, I think, because <laughs> yeah, it could definitely be something they may just hold, hold I don't want to say hold back, but um, you know, finish and, and get ready for for January, right? Yeah, December or January. I think they're, they're comfortable with either of those time frames. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it could easily fall into that, and you know, uh, because they have pushed everything back, they probably are thinking, well, you know, we should continue to do that for a while until we uh, we feel think feel like everything's back to normal. So yeah, I could totally see that as well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that like has to get like that they're gonna want to get out there, and not just from them. I, I mean, I know that. Um, EA still itching to get Apex Legends into a direct so they can like show gameplay and, and convince people in Nintendo to get excited about that because um, uh, y- you know you see like these state of play plays come and go and like oh there's no EA stuff in there no Activision <laughs> stuff and you're like oh they must just not like the you know Sony must not care to have that stuff in there and it's actually the opposite Sony would really love to have that stuff in there but all those those publishers really know how to talk to the audience that is on PlayStation and Xbox and PC. They have no issue like reaching out to them. The Nintendo audience is a little different. Like that's why the direct is actually kind of a hard thing to replicate for these other companies. Cause Nintendo can speak to its audience in a way that no one else can. And so when EA has a game to sell and they need to, you know, they need to figure out a way to, to speak to the audience, the only real viable path for them is, is a direct. Uh, so you end up getting these really, you know, the, the, the jam packed, presentations that that feel like there's a lot there and it's just because everyone is just waiting for nintendo to give them a chance to talk to that audience and uh it's it's been beneficial uh and and that stuff's kind of have been built up you know beyond apex legends that kind of stuff has had to have been built up from other developers other uh, publishers over the year with the lack of a direct you know for so long now so so yeah i would expect there to be a lot when when it does happen so i have a question for both of you guys real quick so are you surprised at the date that they announced Pikmin 3? Or did you yeah. kind of expect it to be October? Yeah. I I was definitely surprised that it's so late in the year because we've heard about this game for a long time now. It was originally intended to release back in May, in early June. And to see it come out at October 30th, kind of a time of year you don't think of pikmin you think of pikmin as spring summer yep. you know bursting of life just mm-hmm. by the nature of the game and now it's coming out into the you know the gloomy <laughs> death of fall <laughs> it, it just feels weird and it was surprising because you announced it in the first week of august for the end of october it seems like if you want to announce it now you probably could have still dated it for mid-september assuming that, you know, the 3D collection wasn't coming out in September because that's probably going to have its own month dedicated to it. That's the game for September. We're celebrating Mario on its birthday month. So we just want Mario there. 
But it was a really random announcement that why didn't you announce this two weeks ago? Like, I don't understand what the rush for Pikmin 3 was and then to date it so late into the year. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing. That's why, that's the, you know, this is throwing me off, right? Like we yeah. say that, mm-hmm. oh, a direct makes a lot of sense. It's like, well, now I just not wait for Pikmin 3 in the direct then. Like that, isn't that, <laughs> doesn't that make even more sense? Um, yeah, I mean, it does stand on its own in, in, in certain ways. And, and maybe there's, and maybe Nintendo is going to do a kind of thing where they, they don't put most of their stuff in there again. Or maybe it's just like a Mario direct or something like that. And it really does focus on Mario. And that's why it makes sense. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll look back and be like, oh, okay. Um, I guess I'm not sure of that. It's Nintendo. I'm not sure of anything. But it's still like uh, going forward, it's like they could be doing any number of things. And so when they release uh, the Pikmin 3 stuff like that out of nowhere, I'm just like, okay, Nintendo, fine, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. When when I first saw the Pikmin 3 stuff, I saw it on my phone. I was without power. And I was kind of like, okay, that's random. My first thought was, well, what does this really mean for August? And I saw a lot of tweets and YouTube videos and forum posts. I'll say, well, this must mean Nintendo doesn't have a Direct this month because you would have mm-hmm. included Pikmin 3. The first place yeah. my mind went was Pikmin 3 wasn't big enough to have in a Direct this month, and they cleared it out of the way because they have bigger things. They have more software that they need to focus on. They had to announce Pikmin 3 this year, and they just said, get it out because what we have in store for you over the next you know, four to five weeks is substantial. Or and that, that makes sense. That, that makes right? sense. Because, like, think about the way they've been holding on to it. Like, so, we, you know, we've uh-huh. spoke, you and I both repeatedly said they've had this for a really long time. So they've been kind of just keeping it in their pocket. And, and, and you don't, like, oh, well, now it's in our pocket. Let's go put it, find a place to fit it into this next direct. No, you're, you're holding it for, like, an emergency situation. And then, you know, that time goes by and you're like, okay, well, we're still putting this direct together separate from pikmin we're not even really thinking about pikmin as an option here because that's not what pikmin is here for it is there to be this thing that can fill in gaps as we need it and Mm -hmm. now that this direct is coming together now we know like where we can announce it where we can fit it in and we're looking at the calendar there's not a lot of time left in the in the year is it gonna go are are we gonna try to rush it out before this stuff after just announcing it okay you know what let's just put it in october forget about it uh you know maybe mention it in the, in the next direct and then the direct can be the thing that we've been putting together for all this time so you, to me that that makes a lot of logical sense yeah pikmin 3 is as you said it's a filler game it i mean it's a masterpiece on the wii u it's one of the wii u's best games yeah i love it yeah i, I love the game like i'm not even i'm not talking down about its quality it is a great game people should play it if you haven't pick it up on the switch later this year but in the grand scheme of things when i am planning an august or early september direct a general direct at that i'm gonna have a lot more stuff from third parties nintendo potentially you'd probably expect them to maybe talk about some early 2021 stuff maybe we see a breath of the wild 2 trailer at this point because we didn't get anything at E3 because there was no mm-hmm. E3 this year. And we have now gone over a year since the last time we have heard or seen anything of Breath of the Wild 2, which makes you wonder why did they even announce it at last E3? So you kind of, they're definitely at a point where if their 2020 is limited to maybe only another three to four games, they have to talk about early 2021 to get people excited about the prospects of the future because the present for them isn't great in terms of output quality games nothing exciting you need to get excited about something so show us a breath of the wild 2 trailer show us something for 2021 from nintendo's internal studios maybe a game that got delayed from 2020 to 2021 but something and this direct 
which I I do think something has to happen this month, and I do lean on the Pikmin 3 announcement as kind of evidence of that. It has to be huge. It has to be a big show. It has to be their E3. Yeah. I think that's what they have to do. But before we even get to like that mammoth direct, we have seen the talks of like the indies and stuff. And indies have played a pivotal role for Nintendo. But it's more difficult to predict what we could possibly see at an indie showing. Sure, yeah. You really never know what a company has. You really... Like, how many indies have been announced over the last... Since March that still don't have release dates? We haven't heard... Like, we haven't heard of the Golf Story sequel since it was announced. We haven't heard of Silk Song in a long time. The Cuphead DLC seems to have gone missing. There's a lot of stuff that Nintendo probably needs an indie direct and a general direct to detail to basically detail the rest of their 2020 at this point. And some of it is because Nintendo was just far too silent this year. And due to COVID and all these other marketing logistical disasters that have occurred. And right, I think it's now or never for Nintendo. I think August is now or it's it's do or die. Yeah, and I think this is this is what we were saying last uh, last time, right? That you know, uh, oh, it was weird that they were uh, that they did that, that partner direct, and it was so yep. uh, lackluster. And what are they thinking? What are they going to do? And it's like, okay, well, let's let's put it in perspective. Uh, it, they still have all of August left. What's going to happen? It's like, okay, well, you know, I think we're getting to that point now where it's like, okay, it feels like stuff is going to happen, and. This is like this is the finish line for them in terms of like staying quiet. They have to cross it now and then burst out into their big victory and say, "Okay, we're back. Here all our here's all our stuff." And if it went into September like this, um, that's the month after August, right? Yeah. If it went to September <laughs> like this, it would be like, "Okay, this now it's weird." And it feels like that's not going to happen. And that's that's the good thing. That's what that's what we were all saying like had to happen. It seems like that's going to be the case. I'll say that. Um, uh, John Vignocchi, one of the guys that puts together the the indie showcase, was liking a bunch of my tweets this morning. So he must be like looking at my uh, my, my summer game mess thing to figure out what date to set it as. So that makes sense to me. <laughs> so you're the one. So things. you're the one setting the dates, Jeff. I guess, I, I guess so. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just you know it's negative space. They it's the dates I don't put in, and then they can fill in those other dates. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Nate, I, yeah. I, I think you brought up some interesting points about the general direct and and that they need to you know come out with something big i still don't <laughs> think breath of the wild 2 fits in in that space but i i do think that it will be something we'll get to see this year i still feel like it's going to be a a tokyo game show or a um game awards type type um you know trailer instead but i think if you go back and listen to our direct predictions video or sorry episode <laughs> I still think that applies. I mean, other than Pikmin 3, obviously yeah. not being a part of it, I still think, you know, you could go back and listen to that and, and you know, use that as kind of the blueprint for, for what I think the general direct will be. Like, I've always said that, you know, this direct is is going to be a big one and it's it's just kind of been pushed pushed down the down the line a couple of weeks, you know, versus the one that we, we thought we were going to get and instead we got the, the partner showcase instead, you know. And what's weird is when you think of the partner showcase came out July 20th, if we do have an indie direct coming up within say the next seven days, maybe 10 days, whatever. And then we end the month with a general direct. Did you really, was it really necessary to have that partner showcase or was it, I know like the general consensus was 
this was a contractual obligation. Yeah. You had a rogue company released that day. You promised us it would be highlighted in a direct of some sort. So they're like, what can we call a mini direct that's not a mini direct and that's going to have no expectation whatsoever? Partner showcase. It's kind of like, okay. But at the same time, it's like, if you're going to have an indie show coming up soon, I guess you don't want to delay your game. Right. But at the same time, it just feels like if I'm Atlas, nothing that we showed had to be July 20th. If you're going to have a bigger show in a month, wouldn't it have been better to have Shin Megami Tensei V highlighted in that direct with the Nocturne HD remaster? It like the partner direct is the only thing that throws me for a loop. Yeah, still. I think, you think if you're like a if you're a partner though, if you're uh one of those developers and and you're talking to nintendo and nintendo's like well we're not sure exactly how we want to do this uh we might try different branding like what does that really mean to you like i mean is it still an uh, is it still a nintendo direct uh yeah it is still a nintendo direct it's a partner showcase but it's still a nintendo direct i mean you haven't seen that before you don't know what it is so so you, i think you're still uh trusting nintendo to put on a good show in the way mm-hmm. that they usually do in the past so i think like you know, Atlas, if they get asked, you know, oh, hey, do you want to put this stuff in this thing in the show for us? I mean, we're fine with that. If you're if you're OK with it, I think Atlas says, yeah, sure. Why not? It's a Nintendo Direct, right? Yes, it's a Nintendo Direct. So they say yes. And they try to, you know, you know, they probably don't think about it much beyond that until afterwards when people are like, why is everyone mad at us? Like, Nintendo, <laughs> what did you do? Um, so. So yeah, so I, I don't think like I think maybe going forward people be like wait we don't we don't want to be in the partner direct that's like tainted or whatever <laughs> but up until this point I think uh, no one had known yet so so yeah so I, I still overall I agree with you though like why not just wait I just think that yeah. maybe they weren't thinking that way. Now I kind of wonder now if the partner direct is a toxic brand where maybe now like if we do have the indie show coming up and then a general direct, whether or not it's this month or early next month, if they're at that point of production where they can make full general directs it probably means you can put together some minis you probably don't need to go back to that partner direct branding anytime soon because this should indicate that all three divisions are functioning at a reasonable level mm-hmm. i mean america is still the big question mark we don't know what the future holds with covid we're about to open schools and that can just bring about wave two, and that can be devastating. Well, America's on the things. threshold of hell, and we're just going to yes. have to deal with that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. But everyone else <laughs> is getting their shit together, and, and so Nintendo's like, okay, well, Nintendo could, America could just figure it out on their own. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, like, if um, if they do a general direct, uh, I think they can do partner showcases after the, afterward. I don't know why you would hold it off for a partner showcase instead <laughs> of putting it in the general direct unless it's just something that doesn't fit in, or if it is – like the launch of another like free to play game uh, that you want to like highlight that day or something like that. Uh, I, I think, but if you get a general direct uh, out of the way and people are happy with it and they're still buzzing and then in like the following weeks, you could do smaller stuff. That is like a, a partner direct that just feels like, okay, we, we get it. Well, you just did this big thing for us. We're excited about all these games. I'm, I'm still watching the breath of the wild two trailer again and again or whatever. Uh, and then, and then at that point, if you have other games you want to tell us about in this, in this weird way, um, people will be much more accommodating with that. I think. We'll be back after a quick break. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. 
Oh dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. Yeah, the partner directs definitely they feel like they they need to perfect the marketing message if they're going to do those again in the future. It can't be yeah. it can't be months of nothing and then here's a six game partner direct of some niche Japanese games and a random free to play shooter that was in beta a week ago. Cool. This isn't what we wanted. I guess yeah, if they have a general direct before the month concludes, that is substantial. And then you have another partner direct, let's just say like mid-September, it would probably be more, it would be embraced warmer than the initial episode because you have finally given the fans what they want. And even with the impending speculated rumored indie direct or indie showcase, I shouldn't use direct because that's not the branding. I think Nintendo is kind of running a risk even there because the only first party announcement we have had is Pikmin 3 Deluxe. They're going into this indie show, potentially, with no new first-party information. So you and think so you're you're concerned that the, the you know people are unhappy about the partner showcase, yeah. the response. You think that mm-hmm. if they do come out with the indie showcase, then it will be a similar type of reception? I could see it unfortunately going into a negative light because people are gonna say even if you have fantastic indie games. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes when we look at the indie showcase, Nintendo does have a weird type of handling of them where if they highlighted you once before, they won't necessarily highlight you again. So that means we could potentially not see Silk Song. Right. We might not see the Golf Story sequel. You So, you know, those are the games people want to see. Those are the big indie games. Those are the exciting indie games. And if they're not going to have that in this show... And you could have a bunch of brand new indie games that look fantastic from prestigious indie developers. You do run that risk where people might say, well, where are those games that we wanted? How come Nintendo hasn't done anything of their own? They should have done a general direct first. And if we look at, you know, the patterns, let's go back to March. Yeah. We had an indie show. Then we had a mini. So even if you replicated that now, I think it still just comes down to that long stretch of silence where, again, the only dated game from Nintendo is Pikmin 3 for the end of October. And like, I am definitely an avid believer that we are not going through August and September without a Nintendo-published retail release. That would be very uncharacteristic of them right now. You can't go that you know long of a stretch without a Nintendo-published game. And, and again, people say, well, Paper Mario just came out in July. Like they have to come out in August, date September, date of September game, which should be 3D Mario Collection. You should probably date your December game or November game. Like we still have the Pokemon DLC that's supposed to be yeah. coming out this holiday. A game per month, right? Like that's yes. kind of like that's kind of the uh, the 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 tempo that we've expected from them in the past. I think that they, you know, they're not going to have a, a game per month like including August, but I think going forward. <laughs> Uh, they they might be able to hit that. So yeah, I mean, yeah, I think like Pokemon Pokemon Snaps probably definitely like a, a November kind of game. But it's like that's also Ooh. that's probably not that's probably not a, 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 
it's probably not big enough on its own. Like I know it has its fans. <laughs> I like Pokemon Snap, but it feels like a very um a, like a rental game where like you rent it over the weekend and then you you know you, you forget about it afterward. I feel like that, even that can't be the only thing. So, you but think, yeah, a, a game per month is what I would expect. You think Pokemon Snap makes twenty twenty? I think there's a chance. Yeah, I think there's a chance as well. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not expecting in 2020 just because we do have the DLC expansion for Pokemon Sword and Shield. I think they would probably want to have like have that shine. Maybe release a completed version of Pokemon Sword and Shield at retail this holiday. Yeah, that that's includes, gonna happen soon too. Yeah. yeah, with both expansions, and then you have Pokemon Snap as like you know the nice spring 2021 game where you go on your nice little hike and take pictures of Charizard falling into a volcano. I mean, that was one of the highlights of the N64 one, hitting Charmeleon in the head with a rock and forcing mm-hmm. him to evolve, which is kind of violent when you think back on it. <laughs> and, but yeah, I think it just it really does feel like it's now or never for Nintendo when it comes to 2020. What about, if the, you, yeah. what about these Twitter drops, right? So we've mm-hmm. had Pikmin 3, Paper Mario. Was, was Pokemon Snapper Twitter drop as well? Uh, it was part of the Pokemon Direct. Pokemon oh, yeah. Company's but, Direct. Yeah, yeah. Pokemon right. Company direct. direct. So we've kind of got this precedence that, you know, these, are, I hate to say, and someone's going to get mad at me, but these kind of not <laughs> not top tier first party games, you know, you got Pikmin 3 yep. and you got um, Paper Mario, which which are fantastic games That's in their fair. own right. But, you know, That's it's not, fair. they're not the, uh, you know, the, the Animal Crossings and the, the Mario games. 20 million copies. Of the world. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. The Mario Karts. Is that is that precedent something that you'll think will continue where Nintendo will continue to use Twitter as a, a platform for those, I'll say, B-tier announcements? Yeah. I think anything that's not upper echelon in Nintendo's view in terms of sale or budget will continue to see those Twitter drops. And, I mean, it's not disrespect to those games. It's just I don't need to have five minutes of a general direct dedicated to Pikmin 3 or the next Kirby game. We kind of know what to expect from a Kirby or a Yoshi game. And a lot of time when you see those presentations or those demonstrations in the directs, a lot of the people watching say, okay, move on. I don't need to see this for five minutes. We get it. It's a new Kirby game. And I think, especially for 2020, when they have a direct, they have to focus on those bigger games. They have to look at the big games coming from third-party partners and say, we're going to give you you know, primed placement in this direct. And then Nintendo's going to look at their own software of the 3D collection, 3D World Deluxe, et cetera, and say, we're going to give you top billing as well because these are the games we want to sell not only from ourselves, but also from our partners. And we don't have time to waste on the lower, you know, the lower end games. And I mean, I would include, as much as it pains me to say, I would include something like No More Heroes 3 in that lower tier range. Right. Yeah. I wouldn't waste precious general direct time on No More Heroes 3. Yeah. I, 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 let me ask you a question. Do you think Halo Infinite's going to be in the next direct? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> Poor Halo Infinite. What a what a mess for Microsoft. Ever yeah. they haven't had a good month since they showed their next generation gameplay showcase. Unfortunately. Yeah, it's been. It, you know, it's. I don't think it's um catastrophic for them or anything like that maybe this halo delay is but but like up up to this point it hadn't been uh but yeah this feels like a real a real tough beat so uh i I guess you want to talk about the news and we could talk about this for a little bit yeah why not that's yeah 
Halo is Halo is just it's mind blowing to me that they actually they came out, they showed the eight minutes of gameplay, and we're just a few weeks out and they come out and say we're delaying it. It's, yeah, it's like I mean, a, it's like a it's like a thing now, isn't it? You know, like didn't they do that with um, The Last of Us Part Two as well? Like yeah, the yeah, first delay, they did. Um, Cyberpunk has did they do it with Cyberpunk as well? I mean, it, it's kind Cyberpunk of Cyberpunk has been delayed so many I times. I know. I mean, it's it's kind of part of you know showcasing a video game that we're going to show you something and we're going to delay it. You know, a couple of weeks yeah. later. I'm not. You know, it just seems that way. You know. Yeah, I mean, like, they, like the marketing team can only have so much uh, idea. Like, they have to like assume that the timelines are are gonna just keep going forward as they think, even if everything's on fire behind them. Uh, the marketing teams just have to keep push, pressing ahead, and it's like, you know, you say you're gonna get this out this holiday, it doesn't look like it, but we gotta do something. Uh, and, and you know, I'm sure it helps that once you do show it, like, there's a, there's a backlash, right? There's backlash to the game. Yep. Uh, you know, not for all of these games, but but for and Halo Infinite's situation it definitely had a backlash and it's like um i don't know if it's necessarily that different from like the backlashes that halo has had pre-release in the past where people are always complaining about the graphics people have done that with this series for a long time um but i think it's just that uh expectations are so high uh it feels like the stakes are really high for the series for 343 for microsoft as like as its strategy going forward like this game is like it's pivotal to to, to a lot of things, you know, it's people to say like, this is a reason to, to get game pass. We're going to have big games. We're not just going to have like the cool outer wilds. We're also going to have, you know, triple a halo releases that, that you have to play. Mm-hmm. And, and it's going to be so good. It's going to last for years through the multiplayer that you're going to just keep playing and playing and playing. <laughs> and, and it's like, if that, if, if that has a bad first impression, um, this, this whole thing could blow up in their face. So they, they really do have to get it right. Um, and I, and then, you know, when you show it and you hear like some negativity, I bet it's real easy to like say, look, we've been telling you for a long time. We need to delay this game. You need to listen to us. Look at what people are saying. Uh, I bet that argument gets a lot easier at that point. Um, Making games is hard. It it turns out. So, uh, and I think, I I think this is another good example of that. And I think we're just going to kind of, I mean, this game seemed like it was doomed from the moment that the creative director left. Right. Like that, that happened about a year ago. And I think ever since then, uh, it's, it felt like, okay, are they going to really be able to get things back on track? I know Microsoft was like, oh, no, this kind of thing happens all the time. And it's like, maybe not at that level. Um, that, that seems like a pretty big departure to have to deal with and, and keep on rolling. And then also hit a fall release date at that point. So, yeah, uh, yeah I don't know. It's... But 2021 is when this game's coming out now, huh? Yeah, and the weird thing is they didn't really even give a time window beyond the year. It's not like they said we're only delaying it for like six months. This could be a substantial delay. Yep, could this be, could yeah. potentially be something like into next holiday. And we knew the game was coming in hot when they showed us it a few weeks ago and immediately after saying, yeah, we have to patch in ray tracing and all these other you know elements to take advantage of the Xbox Series X. And it's kind of like, oh, no you guys are actually pretty much just dropping an Xbox One game on the Xbox Series X at 4K, and you're going to make it special eventually. And once they came out with that marketing line, that was concerning, and they 100% had to delay this game. It is the right decision through and through. This, isn't, yeah. this wasn't a mistake to delay it. They had to. 
And I, I don't know if it necessarily even works that like that way. Like, I think if you like go and get the oral history of this, they're not going to be like, mm-hmm. we were making an Xbox One game and we're just going to make it special eventually. It was probably like, oh, the, the, like the AMD ray tracing stuff isn't quite ready yet. Like that stuff's coming together. Those graphics cards aren't even available publicly for any developer yet. So uh, us trying to figure it out on the fly when that stuff's still kind of in, you know, it's still in the oven. Uh, you know, we're, we're building the plane while it's in the air sort of thing. Uh, I, I think that like that's the kind of thing that can, you know, cause cause these sorts of problems and not necessarily like oh you just uh you're making a, a game for one system and you're gonna just update it later but that's how it feels right that's what yeah. the that's how the perception is and that's kind of all that matters so so yeah i i, I got a um a question if you're um phil spencer and this happens and you do have microsoft money do you start do you start looking around for a, a game to launch this this system with do you try to go yes. get like a big exclusivity deal do you try to make a big acquisition right now and make a big splash like is that sure. the answer yeah i i would go out there and find some third party game i know i know we talked about like cyberpunk before anti right. project red said no that's not getting added to game pass if i'm phil spencer like, i'm getting yeah. more aggressive and saying what do you need from us financially to make that happen because right we exactly need, we need some sort of big exclusive whether it's Game Pass or a time exclusive at this point, the medium isn't enough. You're yes. launching a system without a first party exclusive. And that's, I mean, that can be devastating. Not that Microsoft's first party efforts have carried the platform. You know, they're not Nintendo. They strongly mm-hmm. rely mostly on third parties. But you position this to say we're launching with a brand new Halo game, as big, expansive, brand new Halo experience. And it got delayed a few weeks later, and we don't know when it's coming out. And right now, the launch window is the medium. Everything else is cross-gen. And you're going to have Sony launching with PlayStation 5 exclusive first-party software. And Microsoft doesn't have an answer. And like Microsoft hasn't even dated any first-party releases for early 2021. As far yeah. as we can tell, a lot of the games that we saw at their event probably are 2022 games. Yeah. So, and, and, like, and this isn't the end of the world also like i mean try to remember right. the first six months of any console like can can you even yeah. like really remember anything other than like playing mario 64 and being like man <laughs> i'm gonna play this forever and then you know six months later you were looking around for other games but but yep. like it, it, that first six months it's kind of a blur it, it, it's very small in the grand scheme of things uh but it does set it does set a tone and and you do want to like you yeah. have to be building momentum starting then right you don't want to start building your momentum late in 2021 that's too late and that's the challenge for Microsoft, I think, right now is how am I selling you this $500 piece of brand new hardware? And right now they don't have an answer to that. They can't just say, we have Game Pass, we have an awesome back catalog of software. You're going to have, you know, you can play Xbox original, Xbox 360, Xbox One games. You're going to get better performance, resolution, and frame rate if you buy it on the Xbox Series X. But it's $500 and you haven't given me a reason from your own company to invest. Sony's giving me reasons. Give them, and give that them, give first them, 13 months is a long time. I would say give people three months free, three, uh, three months free game pass and say, mm-hmm. play whatever you want for, for free for three months. We're sorry. That's, that's, I mean, that it would definitely lighten the blow and sweeten the deal. But I do think Microsoft has to go out there with their checkbook right now. And whether it's Call of Duty, NBA 2K, any of those major third-party franchises and just say, hey, Activision, Call of Duty, Game Pass, here's a check for $500 million. 
Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it's you have to do it. They, they could do it, but it's just yeah, it's it's like man, it's late. Yeah, I was gonna late. say that, yeah. that's the difficult part. I mean, it's so late in the game right now that everything's you got to think everything's been locked down pretty good now. Yeah, yeah. I I, I would I say there's like there's like companies they could go out. They could like make a yeah. big splash with like an acquisition, right? They could uh, mm-hmm. spend a couple billion dollars that way and be like. Oh, so this isn't necessarily going to have a big effect on launch, but very soon after that, these these games are going to be in Game Pass because we own this developer now. Um, or, you know, maybe, maybe they could get ready for launch and maybe they're not new games, but it's like more big games in Game Pass. And it's like, okay, that could move the needle. And, and, but in uh, like these acquisitions, we see that people do get excited for them. They, they make a lot of headlines. People reference them a lot of times as reasons that they're excited about what Microsoft's doing. And they, they are promises for the future as well, which is like what you want when you're spending a lot of money on a console. Um, but but yeah, it just feels like there's just not very many AAA games out in the world <laughs> for you to go out and buy on like at a normal time, uh, let alone like two, three months before your system's about to launch. So so yeah, this is yeah. a it's a rough I, yeah even with all the money in the world this might be a tough a tough yeah, thing to make happen this is this is definitely just a rough spot for microsoft and i'm sure right now internally they're saying to themselves i would love for sony to come out tomorrow and say we're delaying the launch of the playstation 5 till march 2021 and they would say thank yeah. you for those six months we're not going to have halo ready but we will take an extra you know four or five months and we'll delay our platform because i mean as we've said launching in 2020 still has a lot of economic risks. The economy isn't great. People are still out of work. Video games are a luxury item. Yes, you're going to sell out at launch, but come early 2021, when people are really strapped for cash, sales could potentially slow. So, I mean, we're not going to see a delay. No one's going to give up those holiday sales. But I'm sure it's in the minds of both companies of, if we have to, we might. And I'm sure both companies are looking at each other saying, we'll do it if you do it. We're just not going to announce it first. <laughs> yeah, they, that's what they're doing with everything right now with the prices. But like, I, I mean, that's why they're being that way with the price, right? Because they're just like, yep. we can see the economy. We know we're going to sell out everything that we make for the first six months or whatever. But uh, there's still that potential where it's like six months from now, if people aren't happy or or, or the economy does get significantly worse, uh, which which it could, um, this these prices could look really out of step and we might have to like cut the price which has its own implications and you know maybe we'd be willing to do that and maybe people would understand but but uh i think a price cut that early on usually isn't i don't think uh taken too well i think people kind of like lose faith a little bit i, I suppose it didn't happen yeah. with, with the 3ds now that i'm thinking out about it but then maybe that's a different market uh so yeah I, it's it's a both these companies are actually in tough situations microsoft just put itself in a little bit worse one right now so yeah they they fell pretty hard right now. They stumbled over their own feet and they landed face first on like the concrete slab and they're kind of looking up saying, ah, oh, damn it. But I mean, they still have Lockhart. That can be a game changer for them whenever they decide to detail it, hopefully this month. Yeah, that's coming this month. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's going to be their affordable option. It's going to be significantly cheaper and that might be enough of people saying, I want to upgrade. Hey, if it's only two ninety nine, beautiful. But, and they'll you know, find other ways to make Game Pass like more. Yeah, big. like they've got plans for that. They'll, they'll and it's like you know, it's not going to win over everybody. This kind of stuff that they that the options they have available to them, but it's still going to make it more. It's still going to make it like oh, it's the best deal in gaming. It's going to get to be the better, like an even better deal in gaming. People are going to just continue yeah. to sing its praises because of this kind of stuff. So, uh, they they have options to get people excited. It's just you're right, like. The, the, the first party console exclusive thing that people want to turn to as the reason that I'm spending so much money right now uh, at, at launch, uh, that's not going to be there for them. And that, that yeah. could hurt. 
Yeah, I mean, they'll eventually get there. We've seen the promise of the future. It's just we have to wait for them to deliver on it. And in the immediate, you know, it's just kind of it's disappointing to see Microsoft launching their brand new hardware and such kind of, you know, shambles. But hey, by 2022, we'll be talking a completely different narrative when it comes mm -hmm. to Microsoft and the Xbox Series X and Lockhart. So, you know, we're concerned today, but it doesn't mean we're concerned about tomorrow for them. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yes, they will. And we have a Streamlabs question from Nintendonomics, who donated $30. Thank you. And their question is, Camelot Software has averaged a game every two years since 2010. While it's possible COVID could disrupt this routine, history suggests an announcement soon. Will we see anything in 2020? And if so, what do you think it will be? Thanks and keep up the good work. I don't expect anything from Camelot Soft in 2020. I could see them maybe having like a Mario Golf in 2021, but I think 2020 has kind of expired for a Camelot Soft release at this point. I can't see Nintendo really marketing a, even a Mario Sports game or, you know, like a Golden Sun tier game at this point. So 2021, I would expect something from Camelot Soft, and it was probably due to COVID, probably likely delayed it a little bit and pushed it if it was yeah. planned for this year into early next year so probably within the first six months of next year i think we'll see a new camelot software game for the switch would agree yep same and that's the only stream live questions we had for today because we have been absent for almost three weeks but that's another reminder if you have questions for us you can donate a dollar or any amount to our stream labs you can find that in the description below to support the channel and ask us a question, we will answer it at the end of the episode, as we just did. And that will, that will conclude today's episode. This was a short one. Unfortunately, our schedules dictated that we didn't have too much time this afternoon, but we did want to get a new episode out there for everybody. And you can find MVG's YouTube channel and Twitter handle in the description below, as well as Jeff's Twitter handle and link to Venture Beat in the description below. I'd like to thank MVG for joining me today. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Yep, always a pleasure to have you with us. And I'd like to thank Jeff for joining us once again. You are a fan favorite. Hey, I love being here, man. Hopefully next time we'll have an actual announcement to talk about. Yes, hopefully Nintendo has a Direct. Maybe even if they just announce a Direct, we can give some predictions and, yeah, exactly. and we can react to it the day after. But yeah, we'll definitely have you back. We love having you. And until next time, continue to embrace the hate. <laughs>